0: Playing and we welcome you inside the hoop ball sacramento kings podcast sam comente here with you alongside as always the incomparable the all-knowing jill adge and then also joining us today on this late night friday rainy day podcast that we are doing is the king's herald's own writer host friends with jerry reynolds we have will griffith with us and Defender of uh, gold jerseys till the end of time, right? Will,
1: amen, absolutely. Amen.
0: Will, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you tagging along on this. Thanks for having interview. me on,
1: guys. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, be sure to follow Will on Twitter. His content's great. You will know it's him because his profile picture is just garbage with one piece of the garb, one garbage bag is gold, right?
1: That's what I am. Nope. I'm a golden bag of trash.
0: Okay, well, I didn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> you are an avid fan of Gab or of uh, gold. Excuse me. So there's no question about that. Guys, let's get right into it. The Kings played the Jazz. Game just ended. That's why we hopped on and started doing this. Final score, 110-101. The Kings lose to the defending Western Conference champion, Utah Jazz. And this is the first time the Sacramento Kings have lost in any type of game, summer league preseason, regular season, since May 16th of this year. It has been sp- oh man, five months I had to do that math in my head and I just, that hurt me for some reason. It's been over five months since the Kings have lost the game. Of course, there's been the off season, but they've been teasing us and, and spoiling us with winning all these games that don't count and then one game that counted on Wednesday. They finally lost a game against a really fucking good team. So, Will, your initial takeaways from this, from this Friday night game.
1: I mean, I think, again, they played three quarters of really good basketball. Uh, uh, I mean, they they're one of those teams that's they're going to have to learn everything the hard way it seems like. And right now the fourth quarter is where they're, they're falling apart. And for a team that uh, in past years, barely pretended to be uh, uh, competitors this year, they're competing all the way to the, to that final buzzer. And uh, I, you know, I don't take one way or another too much out of anything. It's, it's early in the season. You know, the losses don't mean as much. The wins don't, don't nearly mean as much either. It it was a, it was a chippy game. It was one where nobody could really get too much of a flow and, I mean last year they lost by 49 to so basically this exact same team. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will take I'll take a 9 point loss. I don't think and,
2: they were ever th- close against them last year.
1: No, no, I think the average loss was like 30 points or something like that. Point. Yeah, so they uh, they they played well enough to win. They just they just didn't execute down the stretch. And, uh, you know, that's Kings basketball.
2: Yeah. And I will say, like, even so the the first two quarters, the last game, and then I would say even for most of the game, like they had some defense lapses. But I mean, all around basketball, even when they had those winning streaks and all that stuff last year, I feel like I'm watching a team play way better than they ever did at any point last year, regardless of the winning streaks, losing streaks, all that. To me, if you can keep that going, you're going to give yourself a hell of a shot. Like, I know they didn't win today, and we say we hate moral victories and all that stuff, but they didn't just lose to, like, the worst team in the league. Like, the Jazz did what the Jazz did. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's going to be the most frustrating thing about a team that's trying to turn a corner is learning how to close games, let alone learning how to close games without your – you know, one of your biggest, I would say centerpiece. homes. It's a centerpiece on, on this team. And I don't think people realize how much the offense flows through homes and relies on that pick and roll game with him. And when, I mean, when you see when he's off, like the movement is very, it's, it's almost non-existent at times. Um, So again, like to me, it wasn't like this team blew this lead at, at full capacity, right? Like homes got cheap. I mean, some of those were cheap fouls, you know what I mean? Like it it's the jazz didn't need the ref's help on that. But, um, I would say like, I'd be more worried if they had a full squad and, you know, they're blowing this stuff. Like it's, if, if that makes sense, like I'm not, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm Holmes. not shortcutting everything that the team did for the rest, you know, the first three quarters. And it sucks because we keep waiting for them to learn how to close out a game. And unfortunately, that's just going to be a growing pain if they ever do actually make that turn. But it's game two. Like, there's plenty of opportunity.
0: So yeah. Holmes, it's not like they were playing down someone. Holmes got into foul trouble. That is like you're playing down someone, but he was there. Uh, and he did come back in the fourth and then fouled out on what was pretty BS, loose ball foul. He's, he's doing his,
2: and there were multiple bad calls on there the, were, fouls. but like, he's boxing I can so- get when I can get when out. you get called. And that's my biggest thing is like, I understand, like if you're fouling someone like call the fouls, but he had at least three of them where they, they weren't fouls. And I think that's the most frustrating part is that they're just cheap and and it takes a guy completely out of a game and it just sucks.
0: Well, is that what you're talking about when you said that they're, they're chippy and dirty and aggressive? I don't think you said dirty, but
1: no, yeah, they, they're, they're just, a they're, a, they're a veteran team. They're one of those teams that you, you and it play works, in. A, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It yeah. works. Uh, I think it's just one of those games that they know, you know, you saw Fox kind of ha- have to go to the sideline to get his uh, shoulder worked on and stuff like that. Yep. You see us Whiteside just, just clock, uh, Davion Mitchell off of a, off of a screen, one of those ones where it looked like he leaned into it in order to get David. like the- he
2: extended the hand out, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And so there's these things that, like, you know, as a veteran team, you can get away with, and with a rookie, maybe like David Mitchell. I mean, he's played enough high caliber basketball to know when there's a seven footer floating around up at the top of the key, he's looking to crush you on a screen. But it, they, the the Jazz are a, a, an intelligent team. They know how to how to slow a game down into their favor, whether that's. Through fouls or whatever else like that. And, and middle of the third, when things got really like every possession up and down the court was a foul. They knew that that was to their advantage. If they could slow the clock down, if they could get the Kings in a little bit of foul trouble or get them out of their own heads, that that benefited the jazz. And then they executed late down the stretch. And that's, that's a, that's a team that's led by a, a great coach that knows where they're going every single night down the floor.
2: And, and they know that they just have to keep a game close, right? Because they know they're more than capable enough. This is a team with this core that only lost 20 games last year. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's, and that's what, that's what sucks for us because they played so well for 75% of the game and then just couldn't close it out. Um, And I know we're used to, you know, Fox having his takeovers, but what I want to say is I actually saw a lot more on the defensive end from him. And I think we have to get used to maybe sometimes now that, (laughs) now that we're seeing both ends of play that he's not necessarily going to be able to give you everything that he was right. Getting on, on the offense, like that takes energy out. Right. Plus he, he went out with, you know, the shoulder injury, but Dude had five steals tonight. Like, I, I've just seen my timeline. Like, I know his offense wasn't there, but at least give him props for things he did. You know, like, there were things that he actually did do well right. in the game. It wasn't like it was just shit all around.
0: Let me uh, regurgitate some stats to you guys right now. We can talk about these. I'm going to do Jill's job for her because she's usually the stat person. But the Kings got outscored in the second half. In the third quarter, they got outscored 35 to 28. So plus seven to the Jazz in the third, plus eight to the jazz in the fourth 29 to 21 so again the second half they didn't keep their federal or their uh, foot on the pedal and and finish off which is obviously that's very difficult to do to finish off a really really talented jazz team even though you went into half with the lead. other things i got to throw out there the aaron fox and alex len
2: had to play 22 minutes and a lot came from the second half i mean Uh, that's you know
0: yeah that was a surprise actually that we saw a lot more len as Jill well, was predicting then Thompson. The matchup was yes, better. But we only Gobert. saw as
2: much of him because Holmes was out. Like we wouldn't have seen, we would have seen Len, True. but we wouldn't have seen 22 minutes uh, of uh, Len. Like he got thrown into, <laughs> into the deep end with, and that man's with, ready uh, for with Rudy, you know, He's built for so. it.
0: De'Aaron. Cause we mentioned him 12 points, five assists, three rebounds, five of 19 from the field. zero of five from three De'Aaron Fox or excuse me. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox struggled from three Davion Mitchell, some point, someone's going to have to mention this. Outstanding defender. We love it. We love watching him play defense and shut down Donovan Mitchell. He has to score. He has to start putting some stats together, in my opinion. I'm going to be that person that says I, that. I, you can't, Jill. You can't play 32 minutes. I'm not saying he doesn't have to get, but I'm,
2: I'm saying one the of Kings the are the in trouble if they're ever score, relying dude. on him to score. That's when the score. Kings are going to be in trouble.
0: He can't score. We talk so much about his defense, understandably, because he's an outstanding defender. That's his bread and butter. That's what made him known. But Davion's not a schmuck on the offensive end. He's playing no like a schmuck saying right he now. Is. No, I'm saying, he be- I'm saying he's playing like one now. And it's a bummer because if yeah. we can get 10 points out of Davion in 32 minutes, that's more like it. Right now, in these first two games, it's been two games. He's a rookie. I understand. I'm overreacting. I just, that's what you do after games.
1: <laughs> but one of eight. For a Kings fan, absolutely. Absolutely. Sam, one of eight, right one in, eight from the
0: field, 0-4 <laughs> from three. He's not really looking to shoot either. It seemed like, you know, in, in times when I'd want him to yeah. shoot, when he had space. It's like, dude, you're killing me. I love the defense, but I know you can score, so go fucking score. I'm getting I impatient. I think that's all
2: it the Kings are asking games. of him right now, know, and that's part of the problem.
0: I just want to say That's that, what I'm no saying. One, like, no That's saying where that. the
2: Kings are in trouble if they're relying on him to do more than, than what he's already doing. Like, I understand. Five to ten points. I don't want him to just play defense, I, 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 do I'm all about else. it. Score but for But that's me. why they drafted him. Like, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, like... And if he's playing with, but in a normal game, he's going to be playing with buddy and Terrence and mm-hmm. these other the, guys the that are going to be the scores he's out there to put the stops on. That's right. And literally. And when they throw him in at the end of the game with Halliburton and Fox, you're not going to want him to be shooting when he's on the court with those two either, unless he's wide open. Yeah.
1: I think he was I always totally meant get to you. Me. Yeah. He's, he's supposed to be a tertiary scorer. He's not going to be the primary scorer coming off the bench. He probably won't even be the second guy. If you're running a three guard lineup with anyone, uh, other than maybe Halliburton, but I think you're right, Sam, that, I mean, I, I, I talked about this with, with Damien and Kenny a couple of times that like the expectations on, on, on him are incredibly high right now. Yes. Yeah. And he, I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a blessing and a curse because he had a fantastic <laughs> summer league. He had a fantastic preseason. So everyone gets hyped up like, Oh, here we go. This is it, baby. He's a rookie of the year candidate. And it's going to take him some time, whether he's 23 years old or 19 years old, it's going to take him some time to adjust in the league. Um, I, I I kind of expected this from him on the offensive end, but I also didn't expect him to be as good as he is on the defensive end these first two games either. Okay. I mean, yeah. so to me, it's That's kind of, one of those things. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think he he can go one of eight as as the primary, you know, backup if if Terrence Davis has a game where he doesn't just go absolutely buck wild like a dog let off the leash sometimes. Mm-hmm. And 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 Buddy doesn't have four turnovers. And uh, the other thing is oh. Joe Ingalls being an intelligent and just to scoop back to that point for a second, Joe Ingalls took him out at the hips. And, and I don't know how
2: he didn't break his wrist. Yeah, he landed on that? his wrist. Nope. And stuff, I and mean, I went, he landed all body on those wrists. You rarely see guys get up and able to. I
1: thought to he was come out get- of that. I thought he was going to get a concussion protocol or something on him after that, uh, that Hassan screen. So oh, yeah. they're beating him up early to kind of test his metal a little bit to see, okay. Yeah. How off night can it be when, when, when you're seeing out your ear hole? Yeah. And so for me, it's one of those things that I, yeah. uh, after, after the Hassan screen, I went, okay, I want to see where he goes from now on. And one of eight's not good, Sam. You're absolutely right. Uh, if, if you had another backup point guard, yeah. If you had another guy who has a primary ball handler. Then you could just. This is a time where you'd, you. Know, I I know Kings fans don't like this name, but if you had Corey Joseph, you could pull Davion well, Mitchell. Okay, Corey Joseph, go out there. You know all it. these point guards of years past. You know Andre yeah. Miller. You want to go out there and, and slow everything way down and toss out passes. Go ahead. Yeah. They, they don't. They're leaning on Davion Mitchell to be that guy that first year, and and so far he's still adjusting to the league. I
2: think. And to your point, Sam, I. Th- I do think that he might be more efficient where he to me there were some times where he was turning down better shots and then like find a
0: teammate
2: what well and then there were times he drove in, right? And then kind of forced something that wasn't where it was just take and that's part of the learning, right? Take the first read. Like that's um again, like to me, like if we keep seeing that stuff, I I get it. Um but yeah Someone i still like i still here. can't believe i'll do I still it <laughs> i gladly like, what he's we keep saying we wanted to see him do this on defense against yeah. the best in the league and he's, oh, he's like, i mean every game he's it and it's a hell of like your first two games portland and the jack like and and then you're getting thrown golden into state what, tomorrow the sun, or golden state like i mean that's a hell of a, a welcome to the nba um Rookie, like, and you're expected to shut these guys down with your off um No, just it's, yeah, and crazy.
0: it's again to clarify because Jill, you can attest to this. People that listen, I've obviously been very in the corner of Davion Mitchell. From the, I've tweeted oh, out dude, that I wouldn't. Even, no, no, I'm just doing this. I, w- I I've tweeted that I wouldn't even trade him for Ben Simmons. I like him that much, and I like his his vibe and how he fits this team.
2: You did say that. However,
0: too. when and I'm gonna go back to this Will because you 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 credited to. 32 minutes and you score three points. I just see that and I vomit a little bit in my throat because I'm like, dude, how? How do you only but you're you're exhausting yourself doing your job, which is to play defense and guard Donovan Mitchell, he's one of the top players in the league. And I completely understand that. Again, I'm being an asshole here for no reason, just to nitpick because I I think it's
2: more noticeable when Fox is hurting on the offensive end, right? Because then you need him to, you need someone else to
0: right in the bench. Right. And for the second I mean, game yeah. in a row the bench was only pretty much buddy healed scoring points and nobody else and obviously davion's on the bench so it's like i would and I davis
2: wasn't on the bench and davis time. struggled
0: yeah. and then had foul trouble so it was just one of those games where yeah. yes if they win and other guys play better 32 minutes three points but he's playing outstanding defense cool i don't care in this game it's more like like standing out to me because it's like we could have yeah. used
2: to me, I think Seven their points, real Ach- Achilles' heel, the whole game, at regardless hyped- of anyone's no individual reason. play, was the the turnover, the pass. Like yes. they would yes. make great defensive stops, and then 15 times, it one after another, making a bad pass, aggressive outlet away passes from a great defensive stop, and like you, you probably come away with this win, right? Like if you're not, if you cut those in half. I mean, it it was 15 times like you would think after you saw like two or three, you would stop doing it, Um, but it just kept going,
1: you know, and I expect it from buddy healed only because he's, he's kind of fitting into a new position as, as the, as the uh, microwave off the bench and four turnovers, like, okay, they were kind of relying on him to be a ball handler a little bit more, but even somebody like uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Halliburton threw a couple that were like cross court, like looking for the, for that, that home run uh, outlet, And and they were picked off pretty easily. And it was like, whoa, like his start to the season has been underwhelming. He had a much better game tonight. but It was one of those things that I went, you got some nerves still in you, buddy. And maybe that's because he's finally playing in front of a crowd, you know, an away crowd. And then, you know, his first night in front of a a Sacramento crowd. But it was one of those things that they were a little uh, un-Halliburton like. And he he tossed a couple really really yeah. bad ones, and, In, even, and even Harrison too
2: had three, and yeah. that's super rare for him, um, as well, right? Like that you're not usually seeing him making those kind of errant passes. Well, um, what, as well. but again, I know we're compla- like we're we're talking yeah. all this stuff, but again, like it was the Jazz and they almost yeah. had it. Like and it was I mean, the second we, game,
1: Home was,
2: <laughs> like we're still seeing them play so much better than they were. Like that, yes. We have plenty of the season to be uh, the doom and gloom, but I will say that, like, I I'm holding on to the hope because I have like this is the best I've seen this team play on two sides of the court in years.
1: Jill, have you ever been doom and gloom? I feel like I don't know if I've um, ever seen you be if, when I do.
2: Like it just happens and like,
1: close in and out. Like I just got
2: to vomit it out and then I'm <laughs> back. Like I just got to purge it and then I'm like, okay, I'm back. I like. I'm back because okay. why else am I here? Like,
1: it's yeah, like yeah. I,
2: I, because for me, like I can't hold on to that. Like, otherwise I'm like, I wouldn't be able to keep doing this every day. Like I, it's, you know, it would be completely meltdown. And so you got to have some, some of us stay, you know, the po- <laughs> yeah, level, of, try and you know. level it out for everybody. Like yeah. I was getting that today for me <laughs> right now. Level headed.
0: Yeah. So Mo Harkless did not play; he had soreness from his fall in Portland. So Will, I was curious, and Jill, what did you guys think of how Luke Walton set this starting lineup today with Terrence Davis not Buddy healed going into the starting five?
2: I liked it in the fact where you're trying to get Buddy to accept the six man role yeah. if you and I keep it going. Like I get injuries, like I get it. This people we all figured this probably the time you do it but if you're really trying to get a guy to buy into a role i'm happy he stuck with it and i totally understood it if that was the standpoint of 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 why he did it and i think it was smart and buddy is continuing to show that he is made for that role like whether he totally likes it i don't know but like i mean you just keep seeing it you know from the previous season and two games now that like he thrives in this kind of role so i was happy that he kept it
1: well you know uh i, I to jill's point I, th- I i think she's right in that regard if it is to kind of continue to make buddy Hill comfortable in his role off the bench it, i mean it worked for buddy i mean he was six and 15 from three that he talked about being a star in your role and i think buddy hill tonight i mean even some of the, he had a nice little up and under over, you know, around Gobert. He, I mean, he was, he was crashing the basket. Like, uh, I think he did a good job. Uh, Terrence Davis to me is always kind of the wild card. If he's playing well and he's, and he's focused, you know, if, if his play <laughs> is very like hey the Kings, the Kings have a puncher's chance on any team in the league. If Terrence Davis is he's Terrence Davis, like Greg. Tweeted <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. Greg tweeted out. Uh, Greg Wissinger tweeted out that, uh, um, Jordan Clarkson is who Terrence Davis thinks he is, yeah. And I responded to him that Michael Jordan is who Terrence Davis thinks, because <laughs> I think there's sometimes where Terrence Davis just his eyes get real big and that bucket gets real small. And I, I mean, it's fine. Again, uh, I, I feel like we don't have to keep prefacing this by saying it's the second game. Sure. I'd much rather it be do. the yeah. second game, the second game than 100. percent we're 67 yeah. games into the season. And Terrence Davis is still playing like Terrence Davis, and Buddy Heald is scoring 24 off the bench or 17 off the bench on a given night. I might throw Buddy Hield, you know, as we get towards a playoff stretch or whatever. I Ooh. would definitely switch that out in that case.
0: Playoff I'm stretch. not predicting a well. Playoff it's stretch. The second game, dude. Yeah, Calm yeah. down.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not necessarily the positive one in this. Uh, in in the in the Kings fandom, but but uh, tonight it was fine. Tonight I, it was fine, and I think it worked
0: well enough. It it does make me laugh to say. Because I agree with both of you um, saying that you know it's getting buddy used to that role off the bench, but it just my mind is just goes right to like trying to get a kid, a child to understand like why you're teaching them a lesson. It's like we don't want to confuse them. Like let's stick with this path. We don't want them (laughs) to get any mixed ideas. It's like that's how they're approaching. Like let's not confuse buddy, this full grown man, an NBA player. We don't want them to misunderstand what we're doing. We're gonna keep him on the bench, and it's right. That's right to do. I think. Get Barnes brought it up in the
2: yeah matt barnes brought it up in the pregame too that as he said that as a player like you need that yeah like if you're trying to get a guy um to to buy into a new role you need that consistency and um that yeah like it's yes but it's don't play tricks um, with them you know don't play with his
0: emotions (laughs) Uh, the kings made eight threes though we have to say that was one set i forgot to leave out the Jazz made 16, double the amount of threes. That math I can do. Jazz were uh, 16 of 42, 38%. Kings, 8 of 36 from three. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. We know they are. Every game. That's a Luke Walton thing, an Alvin Gentry thing. Shoot threes. You make eight threes out of 36, and the other team makes 16. Yeah, you're going to lose that game every time. Every time. Turnovers be damned. That is a stat that really killed them.
1: You know, I would have been fine if, if the Jazz just defended well on the perimeter. But on top of that, Buddy hit six of them. Yeah, so outside of go. Buddy Healed, you had uh, you had Harrison Barnes two, and no one yeah. else could.
0: No one that's else, made the where other two threes. Yeah. That's made the where other it hit you. Yep. And that's Fox. where it's like,
1: okay, if every if if a few people had two yeah. or one or whatever, okay, yeah. then it was just a bad night for the team. But like this was an this was a terrible night from behind the lines yes. for the Kings. Yes, it's something yeah. that cannot be sustainable.
2: There no. were four other guys that attempted threes, and they all went over. So yes. yes. It, oh, for two, oh, for five, oh, for four, oh, for, oh for four. four. Like, yeah, yeah. the fact is to me, the fact they were even close. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, actually
0: I'm impressed now yeah. with
2: how many the the like the jazz are known for making threes, but that we only had two people make threes and the rest went over and it was still a game to the end, yeah. I guess. I mean that. But and we did that against Gobert, right? Yeah. Like against a, a good sized team. We um, out
0: Rebounded him too, Jill. By they took one advantage rebound. of it by one rebound but we did out rebound the jazz
2: last year they like out rebounded us almost like by 20 a game so again progress right like yeah i thought bagley and len came in and did a great job on the boards. like they did a bunch of the little things in there so kudos to those two for staying ready right they didn't they didn't get any minutes that first game and luke had said that he's going to be tight with those rotations but i will say props to him on this one like i'll give him his kudos that I felt last game he could have extended a little bit more to Len and he didn't. And this game, he matched the bodies a little bit more and you saw that it was effective. So, um, I, I don't even know if i should say appreciate that, but like, thank you for yeah. extending the thank rotation and, you, and matching it up. Cause it worked. Right. So I hope to kind of keep seeing that, um, between that core set of guys of, um, there are going to be games, right. Where I don't think that you need to use them, but against these there are a few teams, right, that just have huge big guys and and length, and this was the if, one. So I, 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 if, I, I liked his rotations, essentially. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know if he'll need to use Len again for the Warriors. But Will Bagley, speaking of Marvin Bagley, played 10 minutes, two points, had a bucket, four rebounds. He was actually plus, plus three in 10 minutes of play. So there's that. Stats. What did you think of Bagley's presence on the court for while he was out there?
1: You know, uh, I think he looked. I, I'll say, I'll say it this way. I'm, I'm very glad that Marvin Bagley got to play tonight. Um, I'm very glad that he got to go out in front of a Sacramento Kings crowd that seemed to be fairly positive towards him.
0: Yeah,
1: I was a little nervous that you'd hear more boos than than hoos and it didn't sound that way. Uh, uh, he's somebody that needs to be accepted, whether it's here or wherever he ends up in in the long run. Uh, that being said, I don't think he played very well. I think, I mean, he was engaged, which was nice. You know, he wasn't moping. He wasn't dragging his feet. He wasn't trying to pull a Ben Simmons. You know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't tanking oh, his, his time out on the court. Pocket. Yeah, but he had a he had a really bad turnover that, you know, you could tell he was trying to make that extra pass. And it was like, man, this guy just, you know, he just can't buy anything right now. Um, I, I'm glad just for the sake of trolling his agent, I guess, that he did get some time. And and I had hoped that, that he'd, this is a situation where I was like, "All right, just put that." He had that big dunk that they waved off because of a. He was pushing off on, a, oh, on Mike Conley, but like, I wish that would have gone down. Like, he deserves a, at least one of those buckets. And I'm somebody who does not like him very much as a, as a prospect or as a, or as a personality. But it was one of those things. that was like, you know, he probably deserved that one, and yeah. and he didn't get it. I I have my bar for Marvin Bagley's in the dirt, and so today he he showed up and he he. Worked hard, and even if it was a turnover and a and a waved off dunk, that's fine. Like he did, a, he did a decent job. Good job.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm saying t- yeah. I just happened to see. Uh, I happened to catch a tweet from uh, Tony Jones, who covers the uh, the athletic for the Jazz and it caught my eye because it said Davion Mitchell is incredible in all caps defender. So it's nice to see, like we've been seeing, oh, yeah, this he's from, for sure. we've been seeing this from other teams, beat writers that like, Holy crap. He really is as advertised in there. So sorry. Yeah. That just popped up on my thing. And I was like, all right, like rookies getting some love, you know, there we go. Yeah. Like it's
0: what popped up nice on my thing. See. That's, I don't know if you guys can see this, we have like a time limit now on the Zoom meeting. I don't know if this is coming up on your end. Oh, five yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of funny, it startled me. I was like, I didn't know that this could <laughs> exist. But that's like, I that's perfect, that's fine. We we know how much time we wanna to use to, to wrap it up and and <laughs> finish talking about it. Like now now, now now they're counting us down, literally in the Zoom meeting. I don't know what just happened. But anyway, I wanted to shift gears anyway, and uh, looking ahead to the Warriors game, Will, taking everything we have here, it is a lot of positives. Absolutely more positives than negatives. If we're really breaking it down from this game, this first loss to the jazz. Yeah. How do you like their chances? Will and Jill. Um, I like these two names together. That's that, that work. Uh, that works. Will and Jill. Uh, how do we like their chances against a Warriors team that all of a sudden is now the shit again? Like everyone's talking about the Warriors. Fucking hate it. Cause I love those two years where nobody really mentioned them except for Steph. Steph deserves all the love in the world, but they're good. They're a really good team, especially when Steph doesn't miss. Uh, so they play Golden State on Sunday at Golden One. Are we going to be one and two, two or one? Will I don't? You don't need to make a necessary prediction, but what do you? How are you feeling?
1: Uh, you know, if Steph Curry uh, scores twenty five points in the first quarter, I feel like the Kings We're aren't going to have much of the <laughs> chance. If yeah, he goes nine that's... for nine and four for four from three, I think it's going to be a long, long night. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I think I think the Kings now, if anything else, Joe kind of mentioned this earlier. I think the way they're playing is sustainable. You know, it's not like they're doing anything crazy on one end of the floor or another. They need to shore up their second half, which is where Steph Curry is going to absolutely mm-hmm. point to, to like, oh, this is, I'm going to go off in the third quarter. But, um, I mean, they have a puncher's chance always right now until they just absolutely get blown out and you can get, you know, you see, oh, this is exactly where the hole is and this is where everyone's going to be going for him. Yeah. You know, do I expect a win? Absolutely not. Will I predict a win? Here, no, in my preview, always. But,
0: <laughs> in private, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it's just one of those things that it, I. I think this will be another one of those things that if Davion, if uh, if Davion Mitchell comes out, like this is this for me is like oh, Dame was a nice test, and and Donovan Mitchell was a was a good test. It's like. Can now this me. is the one that i want to see like i want to <laughs> yeah. see him just bother the hell out of steph curry and even if steph hits some crazy three leg like he's gonna hit and scores 25 points or 30 points i just want to see steph curry bothered all night yeah there's nothing there's oh. nothing sweeter to me than watching him just be pissy about something and the way that even- curry
2: moves like a gnat like around the court right like if he can I will not ask anything on the offensive side of him if he can literally Same. if he will be like just running after him i want to know if someone can actually keep up with the guy because we've never seen anybody do it like there there hasn't been anyone that's been Enter able to davion mitchell <laughs> so you know the other thing like, about davion I mean, is
1: he's got a low center of gravity he's like he's built like a i mean he's stacked he is a brick yeah and Steph can kind of push off on some of these guys that guard him. You know, Pat Beverly, he can kind of get tangled up with and kind of shove off. Daniel's not going anywhere. He, he's planted. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think, I think Jill, you're right. If he can, if he can this. keep up with him, that, that's going to be, it keeps you lose by 30. But if Steph is bothered, I'll, I'll take the moral <laughs> yeah. victory and be happy about it. Yeah. I, like I would
2: I would love to be the first one to knock them off. Like that would be, that Gilbert. would be, that would be fun. Um, but
0: they're on their California yes. tour right now. They beat the LA teams and they're uh, just working through the state. I, I guess the Kings are the only one left, right? Unless yeah. I'm missing a team. Yeah. I always, I always but you know
2: you know what? At least our guys stuck together, didn't get in a fight on the bench tonight, you know. We're on national TV. Like, you know, we're we're where do you want to <laughs> <up? laughs> so far from what other teams are doing God. tonight. So,
1: you know. Little,
0: little wink at the Lakers there from Jill. You know, one more they're point already a dumpster fire. What's that?
1: One more point about the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Outside of Steph, nobody's playing very well. Like,
0: no, Andrew true.
1: Wiggins is averaging less than 15. Like, Steph is averaging 33, and then it's Wiggins at 14 and a half and Jordan Poole at 14 and a half. And like, they, that, you know, Jordan Jordan rules Steph Curry. Do that. Get 65 for Steph Curry, and nobody else gets more than 5 or 6. Then we then we stand a chance.
0: Steve Kerr came out to say, and I appreciate Steve Kerr as a basketball player, basketball coach. He does say a lot of shit that angers me and annoys me. And I'm like, that's (laughs) shut up. That's not true. Uh, And what he said today or yesterday, I should say, after the game, after the 75 anniversary list was released is that he believed Clay Thompson, which I will, I can agree on that, but he believes Clay Thompson and Draymond green Draymond green deserve to be on the 75 best players in NBA history on a list that includes obviously Steph, James Harden, Elgin Baylor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, every great player ever in the NBA. Steve Kerr sat out a podium and said, yeah, also Draymond Green should be on the list. No, he should Dwight not Dwight had the be. most
2: gripe out of anybody.
0: What's that? I still
2: imagine that that fight was Dwight saying, I deserve to be on the 75 over that, that would be hilarious. That's and, I and it's true, Jill. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. My like, right. vision, that's what was said. And I'm 100% with Dwight on that.
1: You, you people, think Dwight like, Howard should be on the list? People do
2: but... not realize his first eight years in the league what he was Indian. there was there was a whole list I think of I think it was 50 players of guys that have made it was like I don't know if it was all NBA eight times but it was something eight times there's the whole list of 50 Dwight was the only one out of the 15 not in not in the 75 like I mean people don't realize that guy's resume at the, be- the beginning of his career yeah um I, it's unstoppable
0: yeah. and no one else could match up against him uh
2: regardless of how you feel about the guy
0: <laughs> yeah no, seriously earned, he deserved seriously. to be there and there are people on that list that you know they've shown highlights of these guys from like the 50s and they're playing on you know courts that hilarious, are just like it's like someone's kitchen you know there's no lines it's just a half court <laughs> line the three-point line wasn't invented yet it's like that's where i'm
2: gonna okay i'm list? gonna throw I, okay now that you Who just said that person? the, the have, old time thing yeah I mean, You're not going to like this, but I'm going to throw in my water cooler just from that one because you mentioned an old one. Did you know at one point in the game? Okay, this is it. At one point in the game, after every made basket, it was a jump shot. You didn't take the ball out, it was a jump shot. I mean, a jump ball. Oh, I was like, it was a jump. Sorry. Yes. So, after every made basket, it was a jump ball to determine who got it next. It wasn't, let's take what? it out of guys? Do do it was literally a jump ball. <laughs> can you imagine watching a game and after every basket, let's do a jump ball? <laughs> let's That's insanity. do a jump ball. <laughs> like, can you imagine that now watching?
0: I don't think I could. <laughs> Sorry, sit that blew like, my mind. When no, saw yeah. That
2: one. Like, what?
0: I don't think I could legitimately sit down for and watch one year. <laughs> a basketball game from 1952. I, I'd be like, these guys are slow, they suck. Everything, I would, where are they shooting from? This court is confusing because it's just literally all the same. There's no markings. Will, we have under two minutes on this time t- uh, table. Again, I have no idea. I think Zoom wants me to pay for me to stay longer on this thing. I yeah. will not be doing that. <laughs> Screw the government. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but also kind of means serious. <laughs> you have a minute <laughs> and 30 seconds, we'll say, to defend the golden jerseys, Will. This is your time. Oh, my gosh. You're on a time frame. I'm sorry. I didn't expect <laughs> this. But go.
1: Yo. You know what? I, I don't even need a minute and 30 seconds. Um, it, it, if you want me to defend the jerseys from 2006, it's going to be a little bit harder to do. Those were bad jerseys. They weren't all-time bad jerseys. They were just bad jerseys in the era. A lot of people, it's a meme now to make fun of those. and like, oh, they make me vomit. They're just bad jerseys. They're just a little bit worse than the other boring jerseys that the Sacramento Kings have had over the years. Because the Kings have, outside of those, those, those black jerseys that we have, you know, the greatest show on court type jerseys, Kings have never had anything other than mediocre jerseys. Oh man, I see less than 1 minute. I'm getting
0: I don't know. That and they, I'm, they, and they, I'm, they, I'm getting nervous wait. here. I'm getting nervous. Go. You got it. I got faith. Okay, this
1: Sacramento is the starting place for the gold rush. One of one of the Ooh. biggest moments in American modern American history started in Sacramento. Over gold. They are also the Kings. If you're going to tie two things together that involve gold, the gold rush and the Kings are perfect together. I'm not asking for a full gold jersey. You've heard of Disney's frozen head, right? That Disney, when he died, they cut off his head and they froze it of cryogenically course. until he could, uh, until they could later find out what's going on. There's always that rumor that the reason why Disney created the movie Frozen, you know, Elsa, let it go, is so that when you Googled Disney Frozen, instead of popping up with Disney's frozen head, it comes up with Disney's frozen and Elsa. Oh. And they they play so much of that so that you can never, ever talk about Disney's frozen head again. It's the same way with the Kings jersey. Get one good gold-accented jersey, and you know what they'll never talk about again? Those terrible, crappy gold jerseys. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the mustard color. All you got to do is have one good gold-accented jersey, and one, you've already turned around the greatest mishap in Kings history in terms of jerseys, but then you also have a good jersey that makes sense for the Sacramento Kings. You cannot talk about... The 49ers and their epic colors and, oh, everybody loves the 49ers jerseys. when they have gold in them, when the true gold should only be two teams, the Denver Nuggets that have their rainbow jerseys, that's their signature forever and forever. That's fine. The Sacramento Kings are the only ones that can claim gold as their jersey. And, and they do it because some group of fans cries about how bad one set of jerseys were 15 years ago. <laughs> Guys, get over it.
0: This shouldn't be free. This should not be free content. That was unbelievable, Will. Did I you know? Have- and shout oh, out to Mary for wearing
2: draft. her to the game today. Yes. Shout out to Mary for wearing. Shout out to today.
1: Mary for for being a part of this golden army that I'm slowly growing. She she looked great, Mary. Great job, fantastic job. She said she met a couple other people with them.
0: Shout out to anyone uh, who, who. Oh, has I didn't see that, that. That's awesome. <laughs> I know, You no, no, can see the visuals here on this podcast, but I'm pretty confident that Will didn't blink. He just stared into Jill and I's soul <laughs> for the whole time, just digging you it into us. You all
2: like the gold jersey,
0: yeah? <laughs> and I was hypnotized. I'm... <laughs> I blacked out. I don't remember anything that just happened. Oh, um, no. Suddenly, I really want a gold jersey. Well, that was the subliminal messaging,
2: know... right? You had the subliminal message. yeah? <laughs> in the background as you're listening, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that was um. That was a little like history lesson there will that i was totally oblivious to so i guess thank i got you. five
1: more rounds in the chamber anytime you want me to come back and argue more i can't that was
0: just your opening huh that was your opening. That was just
1: the yeah that was the thesis statement
0: <laughs> yo that's my that's my hook and you guys are yeah. so in you've so bought my bullshit none of that was true <laughs> uh well thank you that was great i, I don't I can't well uh, yeah i can't think of another way to end the show i feel like that has to end there <laughs> Thank have, you so like, much other, for
1: giving me the chance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I have other things that we could technically do, but no, sure. that's the disservice <laughs> to you and the people. And you are Will of the people. I'm of the people. Of the people, yeah. right? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Not know T-H-E. You, but right, T-H-E, well, the yeah. spelling's yeah. overrated. Um, yeah. Grammatically, grammatical spelling. I don't know yeah. if you saw the description for the last episode that Jill and I did, but I wrote that in there as like a teaser to you I said, we, we tease our guests. And in parentheses, I said, he claims to be of the people. Ooh, and that's, that's all I said. So obviously, you <laughs> know that what I yeah. was doing. But I don't think anyone got the reference. That's okay. Of the people in the
1: psych ward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be super witty in our descriptions. If you follow this podcast and you listen to it, just I, you don't need to, of course, just listen to it. But I put some time into it, the descriptions, to try and be stupidly funny in my writing. And I think it's good. But you know what? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Sam, I
1: promise you, it's always worth it. I for years would in the U uh, back at the old side I used to write for, we used to be able to change the URLs
0: Yeah, so what, those so, were the
1: best. So those what I would do best. was just I would I would just sneak this or <laughs> I would just I would just talk as much shit as I could in the URLs. It was just They'd like just hey, dash Lakers, <laughs> fans <laughs> dash fans, dash. You know, whatever I want to say, anything that was inappropriate, anything that I knew they'd get mad at, I just put it right there in the URL. So any any Lakers Perfect. fan that shared the article, they would share an article and look at the art the big. Like, what are you doing, man? Did you, did you see the URL? Like
2: it was amazing. They were amazing. <laughs> the
1: Easter eggs. That was my favorite thing I did.
0: So. Well, you are a man of Easter eggs, too. I have to give you credit for the, uh, the location where you're located, according to your Twitter.
1: You're oh, stuck yes. In
0: the, you're stuck in the past. <laughs> Yes, I am in the 2001, 2002 Western Conference Finals. (laughs) Um, I don't miss many Easter eggs. I'm a big Marvel fan, so I will catch the Easter eggs. And you, my friend, are definitely one that will lay them out there. So keep doing it, though. Like, I I love playing this game.
1: Awesome. Well, anytime you guys want to have me back, I'm happy to be back. Thanks for having me
0: on. Yes. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please go follow Will. Go follow the King's Herald. Read their content. Listen to Will's podcast with Jerry Reynolds. Uh, All good stuff. Tony.
2: Yep. And Tony, I'm it's just crediting
0: Tony for no reason. Um, Tony, who was our first guest too, so thank you, <laughs> Tony Zipteris, Now that I know how to say his last name, and that's going to do us do it for us on this late Friday post game podcast episode of the Hoop Ball Sacramento Kings. We got games on Sunday and then all next week again. The fun doesn't end, guys. It feel like it's been a very eventful week, and it's been two games. I'm not mentally or emotionally prepared for what's what's coming. So. That's just that's just put out there for everyone. Hug me if you see me. You guys have a great weekend. (laughs) Slater dudes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets
2: or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them.